When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wondering what's next in your business or personal life? Welcome to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, a podcast dedicated to helping you with all of life's challenges, discoveries, and opportunities. Whether you're seeking a new career, retirement, or simply wanting to make an impact in your community or the world, join Jen Duplessis and her guests as they explore how to start, what to do when you're in the thick of a change or growth, and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. I'm so delighted today to have a beautiful guest with us, Emerald Green Forest, and we met at New Media Summit. A couple years ago, well, no, it's not a couple years, it's only been a year, it feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> it's crazy. So let me have, take this opportunity to just introduce everybody to her. And she is the founder and lead visionary of Creative Age Consulting Group, the Wealthy Life Mentor. Emerald is an internationally known speaker, a transformation artist, which is perfect for our podcast here. She wants it for it to be the change movement to watch. Um, she's an award winner. Oh, I'm sorry. She's an award winner of movement to watch. She's a new author, the book called Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny. And one of America's premier experts, she's a creator of the Apple US Top 50 Ranked Men on Purpose podcast, which actually I forgot you did that because you went to the Wickedly Smart. So anyway, a Men on Purpose podcast and then the executive producer of the Apple US Top 75 ranked Wickedly Smart Women podcast, which I've been a guest on and we'll probably have to do that link too. We'll figure that one out. And she is hired by people to consult high achieving leaders who are called to be the vanguard of the creative age. And I know it's really about transformation. So Emerald, welcome to the show. So happy to have you here with us. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jen. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's exciting. And she's also from a town that I used to live in. When my first jaunt to the East Coast, I was born and raised in Colorado and then jaunted off to New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. So she lives up in New Hampshire, which we've had lots of conversations about as well. So I want to just dig in real quick into some breakthroughs that you've experienced in your life. And then we can get to some other pieces here too, because for those that are listening, you know, my thought here is that they are thinking about making a transformation from a business world into entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship into a cause, right? Adding a cause to their lives or they're in the middle of it saying, do I really want this? Can I really do this? Am I really an expert in this area? Or they've come through it and they have a story to tell. So I know that you've had a multitude of breakthroughs in your life, but let's talk about one that you're thinking about right now that says, yeah, that was a big breakthrough in my life and I want to share that story. 
Yeah, so I feel like I need to share the very first breakthrough that I recognized as a breakthrough. You know, I think there were other breakthroughs probably throughout the course of my life, but sometimes you're having breakthroughs and you don't even realize that you're having them. This was the first breakthrough where I really got like, oh, I have moved. I used Ah. to say that. I used to say that to my second husband when he would go away and we'd be on the phone. I'd say, I've moved again. (laughs) (laughs) Like internally, I've moved. Right. And the first really clearly like, oh, something is happening internally here for me as well as externally. Breakthrough that I had, Jen, was when I had been what's now considered the end of my career in the real estate industry. At that time, I was the national chairperson of my trade association, representing one in eight homeowners in the country. I was building with two partners a project with 51 single family houses, 56 apartments, and an office building. I was consulting to the World Bank and the U.S. Agency for International Development. And then I had a spiritual awakening. And the spiritual awakening was precipitated by, I actually injured myself and then I started a yoga practice because I couldn't go back to the gym and do the things that I had been doing before because I had this injury. And so I had this yoga practice that I started and then all of a sudden, because I was beginning to align my body, mind, and spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what yoga is all about. I was beginning to align my body, mind, and spirit I had a spiritual awakening and that awakening was pretty shocking, actually. I was at a yoga class where we were outside in the park and at the end of the class, I was in final shavasana, which is corpse pose. And all of a sudden my third eye burst open and I I could see in my mind's eye all these golden white orbs of light going up and down a staircase. And when I sat up, Everyone in the park was a golden white orb of light. And it was such a shock to me because I'm like a real estate you know, person. You're running around like a chicken with your head cut off for years and you don't have time to do yoga because that's Mm -hmm. just not in the cards and, Mm -hmm. you know, this is all business. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was all business. And then from that awakening, so much shifted. Like I ended up divorcing my first husband. Uh, By the end of the divorce process, I decided it was really time for me to leave the real estate industry, leave my business partnership behind. And I became awake to all of these latent parts of myself that I didn't even know existed. So my author arrived, my healer arrived, my artist arrived. and, And the work for me was to say, yes, okay, I'm willing to give my time, energy, attention, and money into exploring these parts of myself that I didn't even know existed because I had spent so many years of my life in this box, right? And then the box exploded open. Yeah. So when did that happen for you? How long ago did that happen now? Yeah, so that was 2001. It was August of 2001. Almost 20 years ago. Yeah, almost 20 years ago. And so since then, you know, I've been on a a journey of continued breakthroughs and continued evolution and continued growth. And part of the process was first indulging myself in allowing myself to explore all these parts of myself that I didn't, I hadn't known existed before. And then saying, okay, well, now what am I? How am I serving with this? What am I doing with this? And the call came to serve other people who were experiencing these kinds of breakthroughs initially. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so, you know, that led me to become an online marketer and a speaker and an international, like I, I've spoken, I've been heard by millions of people. I, you know, have written many books and I've indulged in and made lots of art. <laughs> I love making art. And I've helped people all over the world. I've mentored people all over the world who had either a significant awakening themselves and they really required somebody to affirm them. Like, you're not crazy. You don't need to go to the psych ward, right? right. right? Yeah, why um, this change? So let me ask you this. Do you think that that awakening for you in the terms that you're using, do you think that can be associated with a midlife crisis? Do you think that's what really happens in midlife crisis? Because this is where a lot of people that are listening here are is, and I don't use that word at all uh, very often. I mean, I just don't use that word, but that terminology, but do you think that it's associated with that? Do you think it's a coming into your own? Do you think it might have to do with tenure in a, in a job that says it's not giving back to me? I just don't have that passion. Is that this type of awakening? Or do you think it's that plus, plus, plus? Because well, I think like it's all of the above, Jen. I think that it can happen for people at various times in their lives mm -hmm. as a result of some kind of traumatic shift, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so maybe, yes, for the bulk of people that it happens to, it also happens to align with what we would call midlife. Although now midlife, I mean, 100 years ago, midlife was 25, right? Now midlife is, who knows, 50, 60, who knows what midlife is. So yes, there may be like a big bulk of people for whom it happens during that time. But I think that it can also happen for people who can be late bloomers. It could happen to somebody when they're 60, who knows? Or it could happen for somebody who, you know, possibly got in a car accident when they were in their 20s and, and it, it woke yeah. something up. Some kind yeah. of life-changing trauma, generally it's trauma-induced, will often awaken people to, to their significance, right? right. To, right. This, this show is called Success to Significance. And culturally, we are conditioned to elevate success, yep. how the society defines success as our goal for a long time. And then that internal significance piece starts to say, hey, wait a minute, that's not what I was born for. I wasn't born necessarily to be you know, the national chairperson of my trade association, right? Right. right. Oh, and I totally get that because that happened, you know, with me. No question. I mean, that's why this, this podcast was created was, wow, I don't, I don't think I'm the only one who's losing sleep at night wondering what's next. Mm. You know, what am I going to do? I'm not happy. I'm not, you know, I'm not being fulfilled the way I used to be. I'm certainly happy but not happy in what maybe what I'm doing. So, you know, I, I absolutely love that you said that this, this kind of happened. So why then did you go into, I'm just curious about this, why did you go into the podcast for men? What happened there that, that took you down that path? Yeah, great question. So that would cause me to have to go back into like this. So the healing journey initiated in 2001, yeah. but I had a lifetime of experiences with men, mm -hmm. starting with my dad, who was a raging alcoholic, who was yeah, physically abusive. Right. So I had a lifetime of experiences with men from my dad to boyfriends to, to husbands. I have two ex-husbands to 
you know, business partners, and ultimately to experience with my son where he was engaged in, in addiction issues himself. And as a result of that experience with my son, I ended up having another level of awakening and I got clear yeah. that I was the single unifying thread in all of these relationships with men who had been either abusive, addicted, or I felt alienated from. Hmm. And so after this kind of what I call a rite of passage with my son, where, you know, he threatened my life. Oh my gosh. And it was very serious. It was a very serious experience. But, you know, we've passed through that now and he's on the other side of the addiction stuff, thank God. And I'm on the other side of being in a codependent relationship with him that was kind of built around a lifetime of, of having these experiences. As a result of that, I got a calling to do this podcast on men men on purpose. And I set aside the things that I had been doing in my business, which up until then had been to help women feel great speaking and powerful asking for money and to really help them to affirm their power and their value and their voice. I had this rite of passage with my son and I got called to do this podcast. And so that's what got me started in podcasting back in January of 2018. And what ended up happening, Jen, was Ultimately, doing that podcast, which within six weeks it was, you know, top 200 podcast. It was monetizing right away. I had a five figure client within four months. By the time I ended um, my role in that um, podcast, Men on Purpose, I actually sold it a couple months ago. It was number 41 in the US in marketing. But what it was for me was it was a healing journey. Oh, yeah, imagine. Completely healing journey because I could see. Uh, I had to shift my point of view where before all I had seen was men as being abusive, addicted, or I felt alienated from them. It was on me to shift my point of view and start to look for, see, elevate, and celebrate and spotlight men on purpose. And, it, and so it became a huge healing journey for me. Yeah. And now it's in somebody else's hands. Yeah. A man, a man's hands now. Yeah, I know. I remember you telling me it was, it was like, shh, it's being sold. Yeah, I remember you telling me. And I imagine that, you know, it was, you know, very eye-opening to find and, and truly find men that were completely opposite, you know, of, and maybe there were people that were in there that were, had gone through that same type of transition themselves where they were abusive and now they get it and, mm-hmm. you know, and just really surround yourself. It kind of goes back to our, you know, whenever we talk about the fact that, you know, you are the accumulation of the X amount of people that you surround yourself with, right? Mm-hmm. And so how did that transform you? I mean, you sought out to pivot, change your point of view, mm-hmm. bring on men that, that you could surround yourself with that were saying, you know, hey, not every guy's the same way. But what's that done for you? That was internal. But what's that done for you on the external side of things? Have you seen a shift in the way that you function externally in business or with your relationships with men or women? Definitely for me, I'm actually seeing men as more human beings and individuals. Like I've humanized them as individuals instead of like, you know, having them out there at arm's length because of fear, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am much more open to, you know, 
actually getting to know that person as an individual with their own collection of conditioning as well as breakthroughs, right? Yeah, no kidding. Right. Yeah. So I have a lot more compassion for myself. I have a lot more compassion for other people. And I'm much more interested now in looking for where we have commonality as opposed to where we can confront one another, right? So my warrior, like looking for a fight has diminished significantly. And I'm much more interested in how can we collaborate? Where can we weave our threads together, both for men and for women? And I'm definitely more aware of of the fact that we all have both masculine and feminine energy Mm -hmm. within us, right? Mm -hmm. So many of the women that I've served over the years, I would call masculinized women, right? Because we came up in a culture and a society where we had to put on the man suit. Yes, we did. In order to be successful. And so it's a process. I'm in a process. I'm still in the process. And what I'm, I'm aware of now, Jen, is that I am in acceptance of the fact that I am continuing to evolve and I will continue to evolve. So I'm letting go of attaching myself to any particular point of view and being much more flexible and willing to take on multiple points of view to get to the place where I'm clear, okay, so this is where I stand, although I respect and see your point of view. Yeah, yeah. And I can, I can hear that even in your words, you know, moving from warrior to you know, someone who's more wisdom associated, you know, it's more, it's like, let me just bring my wisdom in and all my experiences to help me make better decisions and, you know, moving forward. So I absolutely love that. I'm so thankful that you went through that. And I know it can be very challenging. I, you know, as you're talking about it, I'm even thinking, gosh, do I have that? You know, I'm fortunate because I've never been an abused situation, you know, an abused relationship. I've been married to my husband for, you know, 37 years and a couple of weeks. And you know, I mean, there's nothing there. You know, my father was an alcoholic too, but there, there's this draw or magnet toward men versus women in business. And I think there's some undertone in there or something, you know, that if I go to the woman's side, then I might not be the warrior mm-hmm. that I feel like I am. I'm not confrontational or anything, mm-hmm. but, but if, I, if I hang around too many women, I might get too weak. I'll just go mm-hmm. to the men's hut and hang out with the men because that'll keep me on track, right? So it's kind of interesting that you're saying that because this is exactly what happens. We are all evolving, you know, all the time. So let's, thank you for sharing that. So let's Mm -hmm. shift gears a little bit and talk about, you know, the business that you have and and what you help people do. Because again, there are many people that are listening in that are in various forms of, you know, perhaps putting things together. And of course, while we're in COVID, we're, you know, they're stepping back, slowing down a little bit to Mm -hmm. to say, gosh, is this really what makes me happy? Is this really what fulfills me? And maybe I need to think about something, but I don't know. Will people listen to me? Because I'm probably not as smart as I think I am. (laughs) I don't know what kind of message. I don't know any of that. So what, talk to us about, what you would be guiding someone through who's kind of lost right now and just sort of sees a vision, but maybe Mm -hmm. hasn't had an awakening. And so they're not quite there yet. So tell us what you would talk to them about. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm offering to people right now is what I call my wealthy life mentorship. And what I do with people during that 
process is mm-hmm. I take them through my wealthy life method. And I actually define wealth in a very different way than it's not just about the money. Money, money yeah. has to be incorporated into that. But there are wealth in my mind is the sum total of all of the resources that you have available to you. So that's time. It's your health. It's your imagination, intellect, intuition. It's the energy exchange that you make with the world, which is the money piece of it. And then it, of course, it's the fun. Are we having fun yet? Right? Are we having fun with our friends and our family and our, our fellows on the path? Right? Yep. And so I help people to discern whether or not they're actually ready for a wealthy life. I actually have a fun little quiz for that. It's my wealth readiness quiz, which you can find at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And then from there, I take them through a process of getting clear on what is it that you want? What is it that you don't want? And then from there, we go deep in to discern whether or not there is something significant that they are actually being called to create, to develop, to serve into the world. And so like that would be the first step for people is to go through that process of, you know, are you ready? What's your level of readiness for wealth and a wealthy life? And so, yeah, so that's what I'm offering to people right now is my um, Wealthy Life by Design Intensive. And I take them through that process of exploration and getting up underneath. So part of the work is getting up underneath the conditioning, the societal expectations, the trainings that we've had in our work, in our home, in our families, in our religions, in our, our neighborhoods, in our cultures, and getting to the core of what is it that I am actually authentically here to cultivate within myself and also deliver into the world in a way that will help me to not only be making a significant contribution, but will also be immensely fulfilling. Right. For your heart. Yeah. I mean, you're speaking my language, as you know, because that's a process I take my clients down to probably very different than you do, but mine's all about core values, right? Core values and fulfillment. Yeah. And I think it's important that you say, you know, about wealth, just like in this podcast, you know, it's breaking through glass ceilings. I think a lot of people think it's all the money and it's all about women breaking through glass ceilings, but it's not. I mean, there are ceilings that we butt up against all the time. You know, it could be a relationship. It could be, you know, travel. I mean, it could be all cut me with funnels, learning how to build funnels and campaigns, right? It's like, and I'm finally breaking through that ceiling. And so it could be weight gain. I mean, there's a lot of things that we do. And I, and you, when you were saying about wealth, I think it's important to bring up the point of, you know, the book, Think and Grow Rich. Rich, I think a lot of people think (laughs) that they get the book. And if I just ponder it, I'll be rich. (laughs) And that is not what that book is about Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. all. And Mm -hmm. so that's part of the issue is getting that straight and Mm -hmm. saying, what is wealth to you as an individual? Mm -hmm. It's a gratitude walk, Mm -hmm. right? It's a a walk down that lane of what makes me feel fulfilled and, Mm -hmm. and grand Mm -hmm. in the, in the scheme of wealth, right? Not, not in the bank account necessarily. And I know that's part of it, but what makes me feel grand as a person, as a human being. Mm. And so I love that. So we'll put that link in, in the show notes, make sure everybody has access to it so they can walk down that lane, you know, obviously. So what do you think is the one thing that people make the mistake when they make a transition, when they decide that they're going to follow their passion and they're, they're fulfilled and they now know that they want this wealth? 
What do you think is a one mistake they make when they go out there? Because I know you've got a couple of different things, mm-hmm. but what do you think is number one? Well, so one of the five ways that we ward off wealth and what I think is the number one way that we ward off wealth and a wealthy life is we actually cultivate and fuel worry. Yeah. And, you know, I think this is something that causes so many people to stop themselves in their tracks, to lower, dim their light, shall we say, to lower their life force and their vitality, to keep themselves small. They I actually, part of my awakening included awakening to like being able to see psychically. And one of the things that I see when I see people who are worried is worry looks like a dark, gray, musty, smelly, old army blanket wrapped around yuck. the per is yuck, yuck, right? And not only is worry, you know, a disease creating energy and thought form to run, but it also is repulsive. It's repulsive to other people. It's repulsive to money. It's repulsive to opportunity. When you're showing up worried, even if you put on that face of, I'm not worried, everything's fine. People who are sensitive can feel it. People who are sensitive can smell it out, literally smell it out. You can smell the worry on somebody. So The number one first piece of work is to discern, is this even mine, right? A lot of us have inherited worry. Limiting beliefs. We've inherited the limiting beliefs, exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, my mom, she called herself a worry wart. Mine too. Yeah, called herself a worry wart. But I don't know, you know, for her, it came from way, way, way back. And I've done a lot of work on that to, to go back and forgive that little girl and, you know, tell that little girl that she's worth it so that I could receive it in her womb so that I could receive it and bring it forward for me, not the worry so much, but just other things, you know, that she had issues with so that I could release them, right? I I needed to release them. And, but she was always a worry ward, I think, because she worried if they would have money because my dad drank and she worried if he would drink, you know, and, and spend money. And she worried if he would come home drunk again. And, and he wasn't a mean drunk or anything, but you know, uh, she provoked him, you know, and, and that all just stems way, way, way back. And, you know, it has to be released. And I'm here to say that I, there are days that I really, really worry. Right, But generally what you see is what you get here. But there are days that I worry, you know, I worry about where my next client will come from. I worry about, can I, you know, make someone successful? Am I really, you know, the imposter syndrome? I Mm -hmm. think that's another thing. Don't you Mm -hmm. think? Absolutely. And it's all anchored in the vibration of worry. Yeah. And, you know, I think the interesting thing that we need to be clear about and what I'm hearing from you, Jen, and what I would, you know, want to make clear to whoever's listening to this, because if you're listening to this, you're already awake, right? Yeah. To some degree, you're already awake and you're already in a place where you're beginning your own self-exploration. And, and you, open. open. And you're open, right. Yeah. And you may yeah. be at varying stages on the path. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's a, a variety of stages on the path, but what I'm hearing from you, Jen, and what I want to, you know, just really underscore here, and it's my path as well, and I believe probably the path of most of the people listening is, we actually incarnated. We came to be the ones who said, it stops with me. Yeah. yeah. It stops with me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Our parents did not have the environment within which 
or the tools or the technologies or the awareness or the consciousness within which to not only do their work in the world to put money on the table, you know, money on the table and food on the table and all of those things, but also to have the time and the energy and the intention and the capacity to do this deep work, right? Right. Right. Hugely deep work. And we came Mm -hmm. to say, "Mm -mm, it stops here. We are the bookend upon which the entire world is being recreated, right? We're, We're saying no more of that. We have to clear up that. We have to heal that. We have to resolve that. We have to transform that. We have to transmute that. And then what are we creating from here? Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. That's why I did the work with someone who, mm-hmm. you know, took me way back to just mm-hmm. let it go. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a, a release process. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because after that process, I don't go back there mm-hmm. in my mind. I did right. when we just talked about it, yeah. but I don't go back there in my mind because in, immediately I used to just kind of go right back all the way to, mm-hmm. oh, poor them. And that's why mm-hmm. it's poor me. Yeah. The you charge, know, you, the charge got discharged. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's done. Right. It's fun. And it's given me the latitude to be able to grow my practice, you know, very quickly as you mm-hmm. and I were talking in the green room, you know, very, very quickly during this pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. is to get people on board who can take some of these other things off that I was so afraid to hire and what if, and gee, and if I do that, it might hurt them. And I, you know, and I was just holding myself really back and, mm-hmm. and very quickly I was just like, that's it. There, this yeah. is an easy decision to make. So if someone's listening, you know, they can say, yeah, I need to go through that too. And, and, you know, I know this mindset work for some people, you know, and I came in it that way too. I think you did too, because you came from that real estate background. I came from mortgage and finance, right? And, and it's like, oh, I'm not going to do all that mindset work, mm-hmm. you know, and the hard centered work. Mm-hmm. This, this is about numbers. But I'm telling you that it's here to stay. And whether you like it or not, this is the way that the world is moving. There's a wave of this in the entire world mm-hmm. and the entire universe that's moving in this direction to open up our hearts, to be able to experience more than we ever thought we could experience. And I imagine that this is a lot of what your work is surrounded um, to get that foundation. Yeah, um, Absolutely. And I want to just, again, point back to you, Jen, what happens when we transform and transmute and whether you want to call it mindset or you want to call it inner work, or you want to call it, you know, heart centered work or whatever you want, doesn't matter what we call it. Right. Let's call it what it is. It's a transformation of how you hold energy. So if you imagine that all of this energy, the life force, your own vitality, your health, your well-being is coagulated in this cloud of worry, right? And now all of a sudden you have unleashed that. When you unleash that energy, you can then capture it and direct it in a positive, creative way conscious way now you're you're empowered now you are fueled to actually create the dreams that you've been dreaming while you've been in this little bubble of worry that you know <laughs> inside deep inside you've yeah. been dreaming of a more significant way of being in the world yeah. so it doesn't matter what we label the process yeah. yep the point is it literally unleashes power when you go through these processes 
Yeah. You know, I always explain it to my clients and I actually learned this from Brian Buffini, you know, who happens to be in real estate, right? A real estate, one of the, uh, the top real estate coach in the, in the world. You know, he talks about something very similar, but does it in a different way, but he talks about you know, a light that's, you know, soft light bulb and, and you want to have, you want to get in your blankie and you want to have hot cocoa or whatever. And you want to sit there and just, oh, cause it's so comfy, right? It's all comfortable and it's light. The bottom line is it's light. It's just diluted. And then you look at a laser light, right? It's the same exact light. It's just laser focus. It's intentional. It's the light that gets things done, right? Versus the warm, comfy, whatever. And so I think if a lot of people are thinking, well, I'm, I'm just comfortable in this worry. I'm comfortable. <laughs> Imagine what you could achieve if you got out of that and it became laser focused and intentional and you worked with Emerald to get that, you know, get yourself to that point. That would be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. It would be really oh, It would excite me too. I, know, I, know. I do have to say whenever two or more are gathered, there is love, right? Oh and at the end of the day, love wins. Love yeah. wins at the end of Absolutely. the day. Absolutely. As long as we slow down enough. So, you know, today, you know, I really appreciate the time you spent with us because, you know, some some of this podcast has been, you know, very tactical. Some has been uh, very spiritual and uplifting and mindset and, you know, heartfelt. And I really love that, that that's what we're, where we went with you today, because I know that you have very tactical application of what you do as well. So I want to make sure that I let our listeners know that it's not all this, this is mm -hmm. the, the basis, the foundation that builds on a very solid, powerful, thriving business, correct? That is correct. I have what I would call a hybrid business because I'm, I'm not interested in hanging out in la-la land forever. It, you know, what somebody right. said, you can't be so spiritual that you're doing no earthly good, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, everything, you know, begins in this realm of discreation and recreation, right? Yeah, unlearning. But it's in service to a practical outcome. So I like yeah. to say I, I work with spiritual technologies and practical strategies. So most of the people that are my, you know, end up being my long-term clients generally are called to be leaders in a very big way in the world and to be heard by millions and to live their destiny, creating conscious change in the world. And, and I have a whole suite of offerings to help them to learn how to do that, to be able to speak, to be able to share their message, to be able to leverage themselves, to be able to sell. Mm -hmm. All of those things are part of, of my toolbox because I am both deeply spiritual and very committed to some kind of practical result and outcome for the people who work with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine that anyone, wherever you are in this process, you can be inserted into that process or maybe skip some processes that, that you already have a uh, great knowledge on and you don't need those processes to get through. And so it might just be that you have the spiritual piece down, but it's the mm -hmm. practical you don't have or vice versa. So I know that you'll be there to help them Emerald get you know through whatever path that they have. So as we end our time today together, talk to us about a mantra, a quote, or a book that really guides you, you know, something that you always kind of go back to that 
that says, you know, I, I maybe just do it, right? I don't know. But, but what yeah. is it that, that kind of that guides you on a daily basis? Well, so there's actually two that come to mind. One that I say all the time, I've been saying it for years, I have quotes with, you know, my name after it, and that is clarity is divinity right? When you are clear, then you can take action and you can get the results that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. But also because we were talking about gratitude and we were talking about wealth and we were talking about money, I have another one. Gratitude is the currency of the universe Mm -hmm. and currency is gratitude in action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Because you can't just be grateful and have intention, great intention, but not take the action to get things done. Right, exactly. And currency, we we can direct the flow of our money Mm -hmm. in action in a grateful way. You know, if you are somebody who's awakened and called, be grateful for the gifts that you have Mm -hmm. and invest in those gifts. Invest in yourself. Invest in the process. Take the put your money where your mouth is gratefully. Right? Gratefully say, Oh my God, I'm so grateful. I have the gift of being able to speak or being able to serve other people or being able to sell or being able to lead. I'm so grateful for that. I'm going to invest in myself and in my calling and in my mission gratefully because I am so gifted and so happy to be able to nourish and cultivate and grow all of those gifts to serve into the world. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I I hear you loud and clear. (laughs) I hear you loud and clear. Emerald, it has been a pleasure having you on our show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And I know that we'll have a lot of links, but what is the best way for someone to reach out to you? Yeah, I think they can just go to quiz.wealthylifementor.com and get started there. I like to give people one place to go because the confused mind makes no choices. That's right. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, let's just get them started there. And of course, anybody who's a podcast listener can listen to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast or the Men on Purpose podcast. The first 162 episodes were me interviewing people. So yeah, awesome. um, You know, now that that you've talked a little bit about, you know, what the purpose of that podcast was, I'm going to go listen to the first five or so. Yeah. And then I'm going to listen to the last five or so and see if I can sense a change in you. I love that. <laughs> I love that challenge. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> curious to see if that happens because, you know, I'm a, I'm a medium as well. So mm-hmm. I, you know, sense people, um, mine's a little different than other people. Mm-hmm. I, I sense people who have passed on into a different place. I'm not so good with people that I'm talking to who are living right now here in front of me. So I'll be curious to see how you, you know, have transformed. There's, I'm sure there's undertones, there's different voice accolades, you know, um, or not accolades, but voice inflections that are going to be pretty interesting to see. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see it. Well, again, I want to say thank you so much for being with me today. I I really appreciate it, Emeril. I am so grateful that I have met you and that you're part of my life now. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to us growing together over the next 
umpteen years. I do as well. Thank God you willing. so much for having me, Jen. Yeah, Of course. And I just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you. I see you too. I want to also just tell everybody thank you so much for listening. If this was your first time listening, because we are a new podcast, thank you so much for taking time in your day. And please be sure to write us a review, give us a good rating and subscribe and share it with the rest of the world. Don't keep it a secret. And if you've been listening for quite some time, we want to thank you for your patronage and appreciate those opportunities. And if you have a breakthrough in your life, some type of breakthrough that you just are angst about getting out and probably not angst, but just excited about getting that message out there, please get in touch with me at jen at jenduplessis.com. I would love to talk to you about possibly being a guest on my show to share so that you can change other people as well. So with that, I will see you on the next episode. And again, thank you, Emerald, for being with us. Thanks for having me, Jen. Absolutely. You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen Duplessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact. Loved this episode? Be sure to subscribe right now at www.jenduplessis.com S2S for more stories, strategies, and thoughts to help you gain significance and success. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Join us next week for another breakthrough episode. Thank you for listening.